0: Fanny Willis, as you know, if you've spent any time whatsoever, is an entitled, arrogant, rude, contumacious, stubborn, ignorant, cocky, Unjustifiably confident, delusional, self-destructive, mean-spirited, angry, antisocial, intellectually disconnected, one of the most stupid people you will get the chance to see stupid because normally self-interest, self-preservation are the motivators that we have. We never do things to destroy us, usually. We might have a particular behavior, maybe we have a habit or some type of, Substance abuse or behavioral problem that might be problematic. But for the most part, we normally don't get ourselves into trouble because we're careful to protect ourselves unless and until we are consumed by this arrogance, this overinflated. Ego mania that is fueled and perpetuated and made possible by years and years of undeserved success. Let me say this again. Undeserved success. What does that sound like? Undeserved success. Unqualified. Unmerited unworthy success. Where does that come from? Where? If you aren't watching what is happening, and I don't expect you to watch it the way I'm watching it, this is a symphony of self-destruction. This is something you want to bring your kids in and say, this is what happens when liars lie. This is what happens when people just think, I'm going to talk my way out of this. And not only am I going to talk my way out of it, but the people that are surrounding me, this cavalcade of idiots, rubes, bumpkins, chuffs, churls, boars, hayseeds, unsophisticated louts, mendacious, absolute, just uh, people without dignity, people without self-respect, people with no honor, no interest in, in, in pursuing the notion of truth, people who just don't care, Not liars, but again, I'm overusing the term, but it's so perfect. Idiots, absolute idiots who destroy themselves because they just don't care. Get ready for what is going to be one of the most fascinating dissections, I promise you. Because you're not being told yet what this really means. And I'm here to do it. My friends, I ask you to subscribe to the channel. Hit that little bell so you're notified of new videos and the like. Like this, like this, like. Because it propels us into a new algorithmic stratosphere. But first, listen to this most critical message from our sponsor. Well... As if one pandemic wasn't enough, New York City's health commissioner has been waving the white flag. Biden's non-existent border policies are producing contagious diseases not seen in decades. The two and a half million recorded migrant encounters at the U.S.-Mexico border alone in 2023 represent a new all-time high. And it's getting worse as we actively watch the escalating border standoff between Texas and the federal government. These illegal immigrants come from 160 countries, many, if not most, with terrible health care standards. This is driving a resurgence of rare diseases and bringing about new ones. That's where the wellness company's medical emergency kit comes in. This kit contains emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics, eight life-saving medications, including amoxicillin, z and others that since 2020 weren't even allowed to be talked about. Can you say ivermectin? All of this to keep on hand in case of emergencies, along with a guidebook detailing instructions for safe use. In a time when many Americans say they would avoid a doctor or hospital unless it was a catastrophic situation, the Wellness Company's medical emergency kit provides a solution. The Wellness Company is home to Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Drew Pinsky and truth-telling doctors who are rooted in their commitment to building a parallel healthcare system and empowering you to take control of your health. Be prepared for the unexpected. Go to twchealth twc.health.linel and grab your medical emergency kit right now. That's twc.health/linel. Use promo code LINEL and save 15% at checkout. Don't wait until it's too late. Take control of your health with the wellness company's medical emergency kit. And these kits are only available in the USA. The thing that is the most critical and uh, uh, most important for me to explain to you regarding uh, Fannie Willis is that none of this was necessary in the first place. All of this was unnecessary. All of this that was brought about This was the chance for her to do something which would put her and catapult her in the annals, the annals of American jurisprudence. Forget the Judge Engeron case, the three hundred and fifty four hundred million dollars that's, that was, that's, that's, that's shooting fish in a barrel that was a non-jurious kind of an equity case. It's a summary judgment was granted. It's almost pre, uh, this is something that to bring a racketeering case, racketeering, you're going to be in the Blakey division in the, in the uh, Chertoff and and Giuliani world. I mean, those guys basically was really Chertoff who, who, created racketeering the, the whole RICO, the statue. Nobody really ever heard of it until Robert Blakey came up with it. And this was your chance. I mean, this was your chance. Everything should have been arranged ahead of time. But when you live a debauched, sloppy life, sloppy. And that's a key. Sloppy. Untethered. To any kind of sobriety, seriousness, decorum, class, elegance, a respect for the office, to hire the best people, to be surrounded with the best people. You're in, you, 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 you pick, this is what, this is your life, your lifestyle your, your, your love life, everything, this, and you bring it to the office, you bring this rube, Wade, I almost feel, I almost, almost feel sorry for him. It's just incredible. And again, this, this, this contumacity, this this, this this screaming and yelling and this sarcasm you you people just hate her hate her this is the worst part people at first is who's Fanny Willis watch five minutes and they just bring it out of her she's her own worst enemy she's self-destructive she's the worst evidence I'm telling you she's the worst witness. I have had cases, I have seen cases where people had a case, but they were so crazy, so self-destructive, so mean, so obstinate. There was no jury appeal. And, and, and not only have I seen it, other people have had to say, they're killing the case. This There, there may have been something here. The idea is very, very simple. Fannie Willis could have said, look, what i do in my personal life in no way affects the guilt the alleged guilt of donald trump and others president former president trump mr roman and others this case has survived and withstood motions to dismiss it, it's 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 been through a variety of of attacks pre trial and the incident, the the interest, rather, the interest or the the uh, the issue that you're dealing with is: does does my uh, uh, relationship with Mr. Wade in any way compromise the integrity of the of the office? The integ, uh, the the uh, perhaps does it create a conflict? The answer is no. There's no conflict here. There's no conflict if the people of the fulton county want to vote for someone else they have a political remedy i've done nothing wrong illegally there are cases there are husband and wives who've worked together there's nothing wrong this should have been the angle but i i accept and welcome and will participate most uh, uh, thoughtfully, most carefully in any investigation that you would have, because it is first and foremost, as every prosecutor knows, your duty is to justice. Your duty is not. Your duty is not uh, the the. Uh, how do I say this? You your your duty is not. Let me make sure I there. We go. Your duty is not necessarily getting a conviction. It's justice. This could have been played very, very carefully, very quietly, but no. No, as usual, the lies speed out and the and the absurdity because Fanny Willis thinks she's so smart. She thinks this tough proud, I'm a woman, as a woman, as a woman, how many times, what does that, and the race, and the father get to that in a moment, so she figured, you don't understand, I'm tough, and I resent this. here's a woman who, I think I told you this before, before every trial, every hearing, there is something called the rule of sequestration, and it's normally something as simple as this, your Honor, yes. I, somebody has to do it. Invoke the rule. That's what we used to call it. And they say, "Thank you, everybody who has business, who plans to testify, anybody who's been who is, who has been subpoenaed to testify, anybody who has, to, please go outside and do not discuss this until you are called." Now, after you've testified, sometimes a judge will sometimes allow you to watch, but. Not really, because you might be called for rebuttal or something like that. And the reason why is very simply. You don't want to have a bunch of uh, witnesses listening to the other witnesses say, yeah, like she said, no, 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 You want each witness to be new. Okay, so there was the, the rule of sequestration was invoked. Well, it was believed that Fanny was listening in or, or because she came in and she was angry over something which could not have occurred had she not already heard what was going on. And after her lawyers are, mo- are moving to quash the subpoena, she says, no, I want to testify because of this self-destructive arrogance. She's smarter than you. She's smarter than you. You don't know. She's tough. She's a spirited woman, and by God, she's smarter. And how dare you call into question her ethics? Let's do a couple of things, which are some just in no particular order. I love Ashley Merchant, Roman's lawyer. Woman's very good. Let's bring the father up. Oh, the father, he's a lawyer, and he is just shoveling this stuff. Let me give you a little bit of advice, if I ever could. And please, if ever you are asked to testify, if ever you, whether it's a deposition, whether it's a speeding ticket, and ever you swear, you've got to tell the truth. You hear that? You've got to tell the truth. In, in the case of a police officer, in some cases, you have the right to remain silent. It's a good idea to take that. But when you are testifying, you must speak truly and truthfully, and correctly, and honestly, and and accurately. You must tell the truth. How much of the truth is a different story? You are not going to ever benefit by volunteering, by explaining, by going into detail. If the answer was Ms. Willis, Did you secure or sublet an apartment from Yeti, whatever her name is? Yes or no? Now remember, direct examination, cross-examination. Direct examination is a lawyer asking, questioning his or her client, their witness. The prosecutor talking to the police officer. It would be direct examination, usually in their case in chief. The defense has a chance to cross-examine. And the difference between direct examination and cross-examination is in, in, in cross-examination, you can ask leading questions. Isn't it a fact you've never been to Cincinnati? You weren't there, were you? You didn't know this, did you? That's a leading question. A question which suggests or implies the answer. Direct examination is non-leading questions. Directly. Question. Who, what, when, where, why? What is your name? Where did you go? Veritas. Hey, boss. My late again? Indeed, sir. Thank you, Mr. Veritas. Thank you, dear friend. The questions were stupid. Did you? You sublet an apartment, a condominium from this woman. Now, I'm assuming there's a good reason for that. What do you think the best answer for that is? Yes. Makes sense, huh? That was a question. Did you? Yes. Yes. Don't feel bad about taking a pump. If they don't ask you another question. (laughs) Anything else? You know who gave great, who was the best deponent, the best deposition witness ever that I've seen? Epstein. He never said anything. Nothing. He would do the, did he wait for the objection? I mean, he's done this before. He knew what he was doing. He was very good and very dead. But that's not what Fannie Willis did. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what she did. See, what Fanny Willis did was she says, no, you have to understand the reason why. No, no, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I can't do that head thing. That Ricky Lake head you know, that thing. I, I can't do that. But you know what I mean? It says, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you because I'm getting pissed off. She's getting stupid. And she's, and she's, she's, Out of nowhere, she's deciding she wants to clarify this. I want to clarify this. All right, go ahead and clarify. She says, You don't understand. At the time, I was, uh, there were a lot of, uh, of, 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 of threats, threats to my life, threats because I was a prosecutor. I turned 50 years old. You don't know how bad it was. She's talking and talking and talking. And talking and talking and talking about how she what she turned fifty years old. Now let me explain something about that. You might say, well, so what? well, first and foremost, and this is critical somebody who turns fifty I don't know what that is, but somebody listening now there's not a jury present, but but just assume there was just just assume why would you give somebody what if somebody's listening and says, well, I'm fifty what what what's the big deal about that?" So what? You're 50. But then she was. you don't understand. I was, I was threatened. I didn't under, she's trying to obviously tell you, you don't know what it's like being the DA. When people have threatened your life. When people have threatened your life. You understand what I'm saying? And there I was. And I had to move. Listen to this. This is the best part. And I had to move. I had to move from my home. Or no, I think she was living with her father. He was living with her, she was living with her. Anyway, I think, yeah. I think she he was staying with her. Anyway, they, they were living together. Understand the premise. She says, because I was so threatened. So I had to naturally, it was a love shack. It was she moving his place where, where 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 she can, you know, you know, bump the nasties and do all this stuff. All right. So 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 she's there. Cross examination. So let me get this straight, which is a great way to always start off. You had to leave your home. You had to leave your home because you were under so much threat. So many people, gangs and police uh, police uh, uh, problems. And, and there was all this brutality cases. And you had to leave because if your life was in threat and you were 50 years old and you had to forego all that. But you had to leave, didn't you? Yes. Because your life was in danger. Oh, by the way, did your father stay there? Huh? Did you leave your father there? Bad guys know where your house is. You testified. They found out where you live. So you had to leave, but you left your father there. Well, he was afraid of getting COVID. Excuse me. Now, later on, you can argue this to a jury. How did the bad guys know? If some uh, Medellin cartel member or somebody come in, to spray you with machine gun bullets or, or bomb your house. They don't know who's in your house. So you left your father there because he was afraid of COVID. And then you go, no. So, so basically she's in this new place that she was sublating from a woman who used to work with her since they're on the outs. Other question was, did you have a security detail there? No. Well, why don't you think there'd be a security detail? Because no, but she doesn't want people to know that she's shacking up or doing the nasty with Wade. Do you follow this? This woman is so afraid for her life, so afraid she has to move out, leave her father there because it's not the bullet that's got your name on it. It's the one that says to whom it may concern, your father, screw him. He can, he's on his own and I'm going to move someplace else without a security detail because I don't want people, them to know what I'm doing. Veritas says, Fanny Willis is a ghoul. I believe that woman has all the smug arrogance of a tyrant that believes its absolute authority is indefatigable. A- a- absolutely. Absolutely. It's this it's this arrogance, this profound and unearned arrogance. It's incredible. And the father the father he's worse he's a lawyer well you see you understand it's a black thing what no, no, no it's a, i don't want to be your honor i don't want to be racist excuse me how are you being racist judge mcafee white guy merchant white guy sado i like i like trump's lawyer he's good he's gonna be racist we're gonna be racist how is that well, you don't understand, Judge. You see, black people, we black, it's a black thing. It's a black thing. I told my daughter, you make sure you have six months of salary in cash. Who has that? I'm sure you do. Most people don't. Six months. Six months? Do you think that once you accumulate six months of cash, you're going to have to basically have a record somewhere of it, ATMs, you get paid and a portion of it goes here. No, the cash just showed up. It was just there out of nowhere. This cash that I've got, and we'll talk about that, too, to reimburse my lover, my, uh you know, my suck buddy, my pal over here, my, yeah, that's what I'm doing. We're doing the horizontal mambo and I've got cash, which I will use to reimburse. We'll get to that in a moment. So daddy's talking. He's just yammering away and they're thinking to themselves, I cannot believe this. Anybody else will say, shut up. Up. Shut up. No, it's a black thing, judge. You see, one time I remember we were at a place and it was, I I went to Harvard. I was at Harvard and my daughter was my daughter was like this. She was. My daughter was. She. 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 She might have been fourth, three It was at Harvard. I was at Har. When you went to Harvard? We Harvard. was at Harvard. And anyway, so we went to eat, and the bill must have been. Oh, I don't know. Nine dollars. Ten. Nine dollars. Nine. Nine dollars. And I was with my wife. And my wife. My my daughter's a uh, mother. And, we were at time, and I had an American Express and a Visa. And traveler's checks, they probably don't have traveler's checks anymore, but I had traveler's checks. And and then and it came time, and I gave my American Express, they wouldn't take it. I guess he's implying because he's black, I don't know, I'm not even sure. So I gave the visa, they wouldn't take that. So I gave him the checks. Well, it's not a check; it's a traveler's check. Do they have traveler's checks anymore? I don't know what they did then. So I, I, I just had ten dollars, and lucky, I had enough to to pay for 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 this. And and I told my daughter that, and I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. You know, kind of a black thing, a race thing. I don't know. Make sure you have cash. What the? And they were sitting there saying, "I cannot believe this." Now I know where this arrogance comes from. This just, I don't know what the word is, full of, and we're going on and on, so they're saying, so let me get this straight, so Wade, you, this is the lover, Mr. Wade, so you, let me get this straight, you paid for all of these trips to Belize, she didn't know what continent, I wasn't familiar with the continents are, what continent is Belize, I don't know what continent I don't know about continents. Oh, you don't, you don't understand. Seriously, you don't understand how, where, these are theoretically educated people. Howard University, I think she went to Emory Law School and doesn't know anything. And don't get me started on something that I go berserk over. Mispronunciation. There's something wrong With not being able to say substantive And maybe I'll give you a pass On Massachusetts Maybe We're talking about dummies I mean this is just This crew I don't know who they This is the DA of Fulton County Bringing a racketeering case Against Trump it's incredible. Veritas says, malevolence full of oh indeed, sir. Indeed. Thank you, sir. Malevolence, it's 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 un it's unbelievable. You can't believe what you're hearing. You can't thinking, my God. These are idiots. And she brought racketeering to people who don't even know each other? It's incredible. David Mack, by the way, is a new member. David Mack, thank you, sir. Welcome. Welcome aboard. It it goes on, and I'm just watching this. And then, wait, oh my, stop, stop for a second. You're going to love this one. This guy commits more. Stand by for a second, dear friend. Stand by, stand by, stand by, stand by. I've been watching this and thinking about this case, and, it's, and it affects me because I'm thinking, I cannot believe I live in a world where such idiots are, and, and she's worth $8 million. I don't even know where that came from, but that's a different story. But first, before I lose my mind, listen to this very important uh, message regarding this thing called a food. Let's talk about a very serious subject, emergency food. That's right, emergency food. I know, I know. At first blush, it's difficult for... For most people to think about something that they just take for granted ever reaching emergency status. We're used to stores always being open, deliveries always made, no supply chain disasters, no ransomware catastrophes, none of that stuff. Nothing sh- shutting down our gas stations, right? No trucking strikes, no war, no protests from farmers, nothing catastrophic in terms of weather. Nope, that can't happen to us. Uh, uh-uh. uh. And I understand it's a defense mechanism that we have because the idea of ever not being able to eat or locate food is seemingly incomprehensible. Well, it's not. That's why it's time for you to go to my site, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com has the deal of deals for you. Now, take it as a, as a starter set. You've been putting off emergency food for too long. Some people still have a thing about prepping as though preparing for emergency is foolish. And right now you can save $60 on a four-week emergency supply kit. This is unbelievable. 16 varieties with a 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories a day in two beautifully modular uh, buckets that weigh 38 pounds total. These are waterproof and they're perfectly stackable. Four weeks, a month. Now be honest, could you go a week without any trips to any store? I'm not talking about having stuff in your cabinet. I'm not talking about banana chips and jerky. I mean, food, real food. So go right now to preparewithlionel.com right now, right this moment, preparewithlionel.com. Preparewithlionel.com. You'll thank me. Trust me. Now, this is the best part. And this is this is the, how do I say this? If ever there was a stupid defense that was warranted, I think it's this case. I mean, the, the, these are some of the most stupid people you ever heard in your life. Nathan Wade was asked specifically this question, and and this, this this is the part that just that just kills me. When you work your whole life, you know, to get your to go to uh, to go to law school, maybe you pay for it, and then you get your bar, you get your license, you know. You don't want to do anything to affect it. And one of the things that can really hurt yourself is lying before a judge. Lying. And to be called out lying, either to be called professionally lying, to be hit with perjury, or whatever it is, okay? And what is what is the most important aspect of all of this case is when when somebody brings something up and they got you. Now, one of the stories is, you've got to ask yourself, when you have testified in a divorce case regarding sexual escapades that were going on, perhaps, or that didn't, where you testify, that didn't happen, I didn't do anything, oh, no, 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 I did And then somebody says, did you start having relations with Ms. Uh, Willis at the time you said on your marital uh, interrogatories during the divorce case you said no but you did and you answered those under oath did you commit perjury were you lying then through a convoluted way of thinking this is the most important this is this is the best part through a convoluted way of thinking in his mind it was as best as one can understand this idiot this dimwit, this dumbass decided that he wouldn't necessarily be held to account for extramarital affairs that occurred during a marriage where his wife had been, let's say, unfaithful and where in his own mind the marriage had come to a to a screeching halt and that it was kept together just for the kids who have since left and gone on. and So that there really wasn't a marriage per se at the time. There wasn't a marriage that was actually a marriage in his mind. So no, I didn't have sexual relations during the marriage because as far as I'm concerned, there was no marriage. There was all of this stupidity because it opens the door. Because one person says, Oh, well, no, and you lied. If you told the truth, it would have ended, it would have been the end of it. It would have been the simplest thing in the world. Stipulate all you want, stipulate what does that mean? Go out and say, I will tell the court right now that on this gate, we were having an affair. Blah, 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 Now, this. Now, listen, Nathan. You may have lied on your divorce, you know, uh, uh, cases or your divorce interrogatories or your pleadings or whatever it is. I can't help you with that. But all of this would have been rendered moot had she only, only just kept her mouth shut. But no, they had to keep doing it. Let's talk about this cash. Understand this. You're having an affair. Let's say you're Fannie Willis. You're having an affair with that guy. And you get him on board and he ends up making about $650,000, hard to say, more money than he would have ever seen in his life to basically act as special counsel, uh, some kind, some you know, in a case he has never ever handled, never he has no idea what this even means. None, okay, fine. And then there are other cases, too. Uh, taint, uh, committees to find out whether uh, grand jury information was tainted and blah blah blah. Anyway, make a long story short, so he he and he's got to split it, but he's 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 just. So she pulls somebody and be, you know why? Because she's Fannie Willis. Because she says, I'm the DA. I can do whatever I want. And you can't stop me. And I'm tough, and I'm brash, and I'm proud. And I'm going to, you know what I mean? It's that attitude. You can't tell me what to do. I don't, you know, that? that, it's just this, 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 this. It's contumacy, it's stubbornness, it's arrogance, it's this boorish, brutish, rude, unsophisticated, no sense of decorum, nothing classless. That's my guy. Come on in. In the biggest case, not only of her career, but maybe in American jurisprudence, a former president you're charging with racketeering? For daring, daring, daring to what? What? Veritas says, so two wrongs uh, make a right. No honor on either party. I perhaps, not sure what that means, but yes. I think I understand that. Yes, yes. What's so interesting about this is, so follow through this. So she brings this guy on. All of a sudden they say, guess what? I got find. I found a way for me to make a nice $650,000. Well, not technically. You're going to get the money, but you're going to pay it to us. We're going to go to Belize. We're going to go to Napa. We're going to go to New York. We're going to do all this fun stuff, okay? And I got the money. Maybe, maybe it's that scrupulousness that got her the $8 million in the first place. But what you've got to do, and this is important, you've got to make sure that, well, don't worry about it. Nobody will find out. about it. Why? Because I'm Fannie Willis. I don't have to worry about this. I'm Fannie Willis. I'm, I I can do whatever I want to do. It's that simple. You got that, Nathan? Great. Okay. Well, now they say, Mr. Wade, uh, who paid for this uh i did i ran it through my office account and my office what wait a minute what yeah i did it you did so you paid for this through your office account ferrita says he had said cheated because she cheated yes Well, he said he had cheated because she cheated and he also said, this is Wade, he said that the marriage was in in essence irretrievably broken and therefore there was no marriage because she violated the marital trust first. So as far as he was concerned, whether they were still legally married under the laws of the state of Georgia, as far as he was concerned, they're as free as a bird. So he would not technically be still married, pursuant to any type of uh, statements or allegations made in pleadings. Nice try. So he decides to run it through his account, and then he said, "Well, wait a minute. Did you did you pay for this? No, she reimbursed me. What? Yes, yeah, she re- I reimbursed. Then then she said, "Well, I re- either he said it. Or she said, it. "I reimbursed him. You reimbursed him for everything for the tickets." for the airline, for the meals, for everything. Are you what? You what? Yes. How does she pay you? In cash. In cash. Veritas says, two wrongs, anyone? Indeed. Whether I'm right, whether I'm wrong. You paid in cash? Yes. You have cash? Oh, yeah. That's when daddy came in. It's a black thing. It's a black thing. I told my kids, you make sure you have all of this cash. Where where was this cash from? I don't know. And I told in fact, I even gave my daughter, got her a, a I had three safes in my own home, three safes, you know, because we got so much cash. Where's this cash coming from? I, I don't know. It, it just came from somebody. And I even gave my daughter a safe. I said, make sure you've got cash because, you know, you don't want to be like me in Washington, D.C., with no money, to, no credit cards to pay for a ten dollar bill, which is the weirdest story. So you paid her, yes? Do you have receipts from me? No. Did you get ATMs? I don't know, Mister Mister Wade. Did you declare this money? No. Did you cut? No. It just happens. It's bullshit. It's 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 nonsense. It's gibberish. It's lie upon lie. Made up on the spot from somebody who throughout her life, for whatever reason, had this idea that I don't have to worry about the usual speed limits. I can drive as fast as I want on the highway of mendacity. I don't have to worry about this. I'm Fanny Willis. You got that? And I can say whatever I want. And I will fight you. And my arrogance will be my ticket. You don't understand this. The story is just absurd. Now, here's the best part, too. This was Sadal, or this was this was Trump's lawyer. He even said in one particular, this is still, I, I think this is the best. You you had to you volunteered that your father, that dear old dad, had to stay home because of what? Well, I had to move out of my house. Because of all the threats. But you left your father there. Well, he was afraid of getting COVID. Excuse me. Excuse me. Now, I'm not even going to get into the story about prostate cancer and inability to perform. And I mean, this this story is so ridiculous. It gets even better. But she sits there with this look. And you're not going to believe this. In the New York Times, I said, where, "Where was it?" The New York Times says she's got. I heard her say something where she's got a, a, a lot. Of, she's a lot of praise. The New York Times reported that a lot of people like the way she stood up. I'm thinking to myself, you you are you are demented. You are demented. The New York Times actually said, oh, good for her. She's doing terrific. She's standing up. Standing up to what? She's coming across like an idiot. And the sad part about it is that she doesn't realize it. She has no idea of what she's even saying. She just, it's this, you've pissed me off. That's the attitude. You've pissed me off. How dare you? You don't, th- th- this this is the part, I, I, I've, I've seen this, and I think you've seen them as well. It's this idea of, and, and let, let me just say something. She is just waiting. Because she intimated it before. She is just waiting for somebody to make some crack about race. You know it. She is waiting somehow. For this to come out, some, something, somebody's going to have to, uh, because she's a woman as a woman as a woman as a woman as a woman. And you know, she said, if I can just get to this race card. So because that's all I've got. She brought it up one time and he brought it up. The father did, you know, it's a black thing. I don't want to get racist. Now, how is this judge doing? You know, I don't ever want to be, you don't know what these guys go through, but I might give, here's how you can give the judge a benefit of the doubt. It's not a jury trial. There's no jury there. So he doesn't have to worry about stuff coming in, stuff coming out. He's like, I know. Basically what he's ready to do is he's going to say, I'm going to disqualify her ass in her office so fast. We'll give it to another DA, another, another prosecutor she's done I mean she's done she's off she's through she's finished she's done uh there is there is there will not be a cacophony put it this way if this was a Republican lawyer the 65 project you've heard about this this is a group of people who went after lawyers who dared dared to represent you know Trump or whatever they they would have been I mean they would have been off over this. It, it. I mean, seriously, it would have been. They They would have been moved. If, this, if Fannie Willis were a Republican uh, and she, she would have been more bar complaints, they would have been all over her. The Republicans are going to do nothing because secretly they hate Trump. Secretly they're for Fannie Willis. Secretly they are. Secretly. I watched this. I have never in my life Please let this be a jury. Please, please, please. And if you sat down, this is the best part. If you sat down and said, "Fanny, do you know how awful you look? Do you know how you've just destroyed everything? Do you know you decided to pick? The biggest, you think they would say, listen, Wade, do me a favor. You and I are going to connect, okay? We'll hook up. But not now, not during the biggest case of my life involving the most controversial president. I'm doing something that makes absolutely no sense. I'm bringing a racketeering indictment against a group of people who don't even know each other, including the president. For having the unmitigated audacity to want to check and see whether he really lost the election. The same thing, less than what Stacey Abrams did. This is what I'm going through. And if there was any ounce, any 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 gram, any ort, any molecule of self-preservation, she would have said to herself, I'm not even going to be a part. I'm, I'm not, not now. I've got to be cleaner than a houndstooth. I have to avoid any and all appearance of impropriety. I've got to have the best people available, and they're going to find out that my office that I picked this guy. Did you see the law practice? Oh, what's his name? Not Beasley. The law, the law office or the, uh, the, the, the um, law partner who was his divorce, the divorce lawyer. Who basically was booted out of the firm for allegations of sexual abuse? Oh, this is beautiful. And the judge is saying, I don't think you know conflict. I don't think you can t- I'm like, I think this is attorney client privilege. No, no, no. We're not asking questions about your representation of your client, Mr. Wade. We're asking about things that happen at the firm. I mean, they don't even know they they they're claiming they're throwing out the attorney client privilege like it's nothing it, it doesn't even apply and it's not the uh, attorney client fraud exception or anything like that no no, no it's just plain old it doesn't apply these questions have nothing to do with anything nothing fret pound says found you via kumia i just absolutely enjoyed hearing your thoughts on events Mr. Fred Pound, thank you so very much. And Anthony Anthony Cumia is a fine, fine man and a renowned gentleman. And I'm proud to call him my friend. Thank you, sir. Veritas says, audacity, question mark. Hang on, audacity. Nay, nay, the temerity of this woman. Well, you know, that's a good word. It's like almost like an unwarranted, unearned, unirrational I swear to you, it reminds me of those airport Karens, those people or or people who, who when pulled over by the police. They just have this idea that you don't know who I am. I don't respect this. I've spent my life being either a princess or special or under a different rule than you are. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to hire my Lover, my boyfriend, my friend, my... I'm going to do what I want. I mean, there's always been Nepo kids and all this stuff. She is... Ab, and the best part, you would think, and I don't know if SNL has done this, but SNL, these this character, had she been a Republican, this would have written herself, they made fun of Alina Hamana Hamana, it's good to see that there's some good, I mean, the, the lawyers are good about this. And this this case started to unravel because of her initial idiocy and in not saying, I'm not going to make this about me. But no, she fought it. You don't have any, you don't have any, you can't say what you, you can't bring this up. You don't know who I am. I resent that. You're lying. I'm trying to put that man, this is not about me. Trying, oh, I can't believe this. This can't be true. She's an idiot. This is the best part. This is the best part. It's like almost. This sounds like like a child would say this, but you think you're smart, don't you? You really, honest to God, do you really think you're smart? You think that you are smarter than everybody else. You do. I don't know where you got this from. I know you're you're not ballsy in the classic sense, because you're just you're 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 self destructive by virtue of this arrogance, the rudeness, the mendacity, and these far fetched. These are lies. I've got cash. I did this. Is this is rude? You're insulting. The, The 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 auspices or actually the the aegis so to speak the escutcheon you are demeaning you're insulting the honor of the court as an officer of the court it's unreal you know what the day did you hear it said did you where you laid your head did you hear that phrase did you say that were you laid your head laid your head what is this i'm thinking to myself Lay your head. Oh, you mean on a pillow? You mean on a lay your head on a pillow? Well, if she did, I know the best pillow there is. Well, it is time yet again, my friends, to hail and salute our great friends at MyPillow.com. And if you use promo code Lionel, you'll get a free gift. No purchase necessary. And yes, I know a free gift. It's a tautology. So sue me. But first, please listen. What are we talking about here? Down comforters, flannel sheets, Giza dream bed sheets, my pillow 2.0 sheets, slippers, percales, towels, quilts, bedspreads, mattresses, mattress covers, mattress toppers, linens, kitchen towels, bathrobes, name it, literally name it. Items to help you luxuriate and relax. And their monster sellers, slippers, my slippers. That's right, slip-ons, moccasins. Think about it. What do they do at MyPillow? They make things real soft and plush and comfy. How perfect. Here's the link. MyPillow.com promo code LINO or MyPillow.com slash solidus or virgule slash LINO or call 800-645-4965. And watch how fast Mike answers the phone. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, promo code Lionel. Simply and absolutely the best. A very good observation from Two Tango, who writes, She thinks her intelligence is superior and that she is the smartest one in the room while using slang and slouching in her seat. You know, I'm not one for. Um, Body language, per se, these these idiots on TV. They'll be a body language expert, but you're right about this. She's just back with this this contempt. It it, it it's it's I. I'm going to say something, and I don't know how you say this. But I'm going to say it, because this is the way I would think. You know and I know, Ms. Willis. What you talk about, Willis? You and I know that there are a lot of people out there who are not going to give you the credit that you deserve by virtue of your gender and by virtue of your race. You know it and I know it. I don't have to tell you that. People are always going to second guess you. People are always going to say, oh, DEI, oh, affirmative action, oh, there's some quota, whatever. And you always have to say, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm qualified. And you almost sometimes have to work harder because of that. That's one of the prevailing horrors of racism. Same thing goes for women. Being a woman judge, woman anything, you have to work harder. And you almost have to act better. And you know that the world is going to be watching you. And there are little girls out there and little future DAs and judges, black and Asian and white alike, who are looking at you. And instead of you saying you are going to see the classiest, the most respectful black woman litigator, whatever, there is, I'm going to take this opportunity. I'm going to make sure that i do nothing but act and react better than anyone because i have the world watching me now and i'm just not going to make any un, any own goals any any unforced errors i mean i'm just going to do it the right way i'm going to do it the right way and i'm going to make sure that people understand they're watching me but oh no no No, no, no. I swear to you, I I saw it was so sad. Veritas says, despotism, the exercise of absolute power, especially in a cruel and oppressive way. Indeed, she waxes despotic. Thank you, sir. Never thought about that. A fascinating take. A fascinating take, nonetheless. This is the thing which is the most important. These are, these are things which I, there's so much here, so much sadness. And the best part about it is if you sat there and you said to her, if you said, listen, Fanny, you, 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 you've got to act better. She said, well, what did I do that was wrong? I said, no, this arrogance, it's not arrogance. Yes, it is. I hate these things. This is the most arrogant thing there is. What are you? It's not arrogant. Yes, it's arrogant. You are beyond arrogant. You are, you are. Doesn't, doesn't, she, she, she won't know what you're talking about. She won't know anything you're talking about. Nothing. She won't be able to, if you told her this, that's the best part. What do you mean? The way you're acting. This rudeness, the way you're, you know, I, I I I don't know why I'm doing this because that's that's this this attitude. Wade looked scared out of his mind. Sort of the old partner. Everybody else was kind of they were everybody everybody in there everybody was respectful. Wade might have lied, but there was no contempt. There was no arrogance. She almost she, she almost like told her judge like you own this. And here's the best part. Do you know when two dogs walk in and they meet, take them to a dog park or something, and they start sniffing each other's butts and all that stuff, and they do this territorial business? You know that? That's the way courtrooms are. That's Judge McAfee's courtroom. And she's coming in there, and she may be the DA, but he's the judge. And there is this idea that, oh, no, no. See, most judges have this thing where they say, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to set the the record straight for you and everybody else. This is my court because everybody's watching this. And they're going to learn from me how I do things. They're going to learn from me how I handle things. They're going to learn from me how far they can push me by watching you. And you come into my court expecting a favorable reading ruling from me. And you speak with such contempt and disrespect and arrogance, not just for me, but fellow officers of the court, for the system, for the, you know, the old expression is, I don't care if you like me, but respect the robe. This absolute arrogance This is what's wrong with this country. Let's really take it one step further. This complete and total contempt for order and law and rights and rules and decorum and politeness and manners and etiquette and just being classy, being an adult, recognizing the social boundaries of finesse. Of refinement. These words mean nothing. She'll look at you and she'll say, I don't know what you're talking about. That's the sad part. With all of your money and all of your attitude, you don't understand anything because you have no class. This is the worst part. You see, the difference, believe it or not, that separates a lot of us, there aren't racial differences, gender differences, demographic and ethnic, religious, it's class. And I don't mean you have class. I mean, it's the way you're you're viewed. And somewhere along the line, we lost our importance of being able to tell people that anybody can be elevated to a different status by showing the class. I got to tell you something. The, the father, even though he might've been a little bit off, I thought was very respectful. I thought he was actually likable. He understood it. How about the ex-governor? Oh, he was a classic. See, he's what he's what John Kennedy wishes he could be. That's the Southern gentleman. That's a that's a. I thought everybody was. Everybody was even the lawyers who were kind of you um, know, uh, merchant. She and the other. There were two uh, female lawyers, really good. I forget the other one. Very good. Everybody was respectful. Everybody. Wade was good. Nobody. Nobody. Except. For the queen bee. The big shot. Oh she's different. That's her domain. You're just living in it. She's the big shot. She just lost everything. She lost everything. This is going to hang on her. She she may not want it to be. This is going to hang on her forever. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. And remember one thing. If you ever find yourself in the position of a courtroom. You can never show too much respect for the judge. It's impossible. You cannot. We had one time, I had a client who I'll never forget two cases. One kept referring to the judge's, my honor. And they said, well, okay, whatever. I looked at the judge he said, eh, it's okay. The second one I had was, I'll never forget this the guy had his family owned, it was a court-appointed court case, and his family owned a, um, I think it was like a tuxedo company or tuxedo rentals or he was, and he always showed up wearing like a tuxedo. But 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 a bad one, like Monty Rock, like a ruffled shirt and the big tie and the whole bit. And the judge said, would you tell your client, not, he was off, off the record, part of the best, not to wear a tuxedo to court. I said, have you ever asked anybody that before? Normally, it's like, would, would, would you dress up? Would you at least... If you ever go to jury duty, you won't believe what people were. You can't... You've, have you ever been to jury duty? Oh, my God. I can't believe... I mean, you, 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 you know, you can't... Did you know that in the old days, in the old days, um, Warren Burger, if you wore a shirt with a button down, throw you out. A button-down shirt? Yeah, with a suit? Oh, men don't know about that. They don't know anything about that at all. Have you had a good time? Have you had a good time? Who would be, who would play? You're a casting agent. Who would play Fanny Willis? Who would it be? Who would be, I mean, the judges, the I'm trying to think. She reminds me of somebody, but I don't know. What actress? If you said, I want you to go and I want you to watch her. I don't want you to. I want you to. I want you to. Uh-oh. 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 Somebody super chatted me. I'm so. Hang on a minute. Oh, sorry, DVK. I am so sorry. Forgive me. Glad YouTube has relented. They couldn't squelch the truth forever. Hope you and Mrs. are well. Thank you, DVK. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, and I'm so sorry I missed your uh, your very kind message. Thank you, sir. Or ma'am. I don't know. I don't know if it Oprah, RuPaul, Jada Pinkett Smith. I'll tell you what. You know who I think? You know who I think would be very good? Monique. Denzel Washington in Training Day. No, no. I think Monique, not Medea. No, no, no. I think Monique, because Monique's got that. Monique's got that thing where she kind of scares you. She's got a real. There's a real tough. This is a. This is. There's one thing about. Fannie one thing about Fanny Willis. She's not kidding around. I mean, that is pure one hundred percent contempt. Absolutely. Oprah wouldn't be Oprah's too refined. Oh no, 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 no. I think it's Monique. I think so. That's what I think. Because you need somebody who's got that, who scares you. In any event, dear, dear friends, ladies and gentlemen, please do me a favor. Please go immediately to Mrs. L's site, her YouTube channel at Lynn's Warriors. Do what I say. The most incredible, the most incredible, the most important interviews and the like from my beloved Linz Warriors on YouTube. And actually, don't forget on X or Twitter as well. Linz Warriors as well. Thank you, Mofra. Mof, mof, mof. mof, mof. Thank you, dear friends. I used to have his friend Ted Webb. He said, so thank you, Mofra. Mof. We never even got the mof. Anyway, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And to our YouTube and our uh, Super Chatters, Veritas, DVK, thank you immensely. Fret Pound, thank you. And to our new member, David Mack, thank you as well, David. You are a delight. We will see you tomorrow with more of this. I'm scouring, getting a feel for this, and I hope I'm able to convey to you the utter and absolute contempt. You're not going to see anything like this again. You don't see this in the real world, and for good reason. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. See you tomorrow at 8 a.m. And until then, remember these words. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Da da.